Join Chris and Suzanne Vester today on Faith Family Fulfillment as they lead discussions on creating a strong bond and having a loving relationship through Christian values. Guests on the show share insightful stories and ideas to enhance a positive family upbringing and create trust in one another, as well as providing encouraging words of wisdom everyone should hear. And now, here are Chris and Suzanne. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Faith Family Fulfillment. I am your co-host, Chris. And I'm Suzanne. And, um, man, <laughs> this has just been a challenge. Obviously, it's not... Not normal, our normal space. Not our normal space at all. And um, we had, we're actually recording this in Rome, Italy. Mm-hmm. We had this super romantic idea of how cool it would be to record a podcast. I think that was your romantic idea. <laughs> I just said, let's record a podcast. <laughs> I had no expectation. Yeah. So it turned into something completely different. Is that fair enough to say? Yeah. Yeah. Sound issues, camera issues, mm-hmm. connectivity issues. Yep. But you know what? It's all good. And, that's and, we, and we left a week ago talking about doing this. Yes. A week ago. Yeah. A week ago today. Okay. Wow. I'm going to pray us in and we'll get started. All right. Lord, thank you for what has been an amazing trip. And thank you for this opportunity to share how we have dealt with through your grace and your calmness and your effect on us, the challenges that we've come across in this amazing adventure. And um, just ask you leading out this conversation. Keep us in your breath. Jesus, now pray. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, it's it's hard to complain. Before I left, we found out on Friday that um, our flight from Paris to Venice had been canceled, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of the beginning of a trial. Not trial, just having to readjust. Yeah, re- the readjustment. Um. Yeah, I want to get, I've been thinking about this since we talked about this afternoon, like what we're going to talk about. I want to give a shout out to Jim Sabellica, because I know he's probably, maybe he'll listen to this, Um, but he's going through a lot right now. Mm. And he made reference to, you know, you spend a lot of time on the practice field of how do you deal with adversity? And you don't know until you're put in the path, some adversity is put into your path of how you, Mm. how well the practice has gone. Right. Now, what we've been through this week is a grain of sand, a beach compared to what he's going through. Oh, of course. Absolutely. But those words have rung true because there has been some hiccups along the way mm-hmm. that have could have been aggravating. So we found out this trip. It's uh it's an incentive trip with a company that we do a bunch of business with and um, they do it every June, some type of a trip for dealers. And every so often they come to Italy mm-hmm. and Italy is special to us. Yes. Cause we came here on a honeymoon. We did 27, almost 27 years ago. Yep. So I always look forward to when they come because mm-hmm. I love this place. The food's not bad. The food's incredible. <laughs> We found out on Friday, we were supposed to fly from Raleigh-Durham into Paris overnight, Saturday into Sunday. Mm-hmm. Arriving Sunday morning at like 8 a.m. Right. And then like an hour layover, 
that mm-hmm. would fly us into Venice. Right. Well, the government's decided that they are moving the retirement age. And the unions don't like it. So and, they decided to go on a little bit of a strike when and, our plane was supposed to right. land. So they literally went on strike for, I want to say like That's four hours. I don't know, it was like 11 o'clock in the morning to four or five in the afternoon. And our flight happened to be landing at 11.55. Something like that. Yeah. So, you know, when you complain about first world problems, they're not real complaints. So that put us, and and I'm going to do air quotes here, kind of put us in the quotation of getting hung or stuck in Paris. That's, you know, not really stuck. That's tongue in cheek. Very tongue in cheek. We were not stuck. We had never been there before. Mm -hmm. And, um, which gave us an opportunity to explore Paris kind of like we kind of like amazing race style. We just picked out like four or five places we wanted to go visit and used all kinds of transportation to get there. I could not talk her into getting on one of those little no. lime scooters. No. Like I thought that would be fun. Nope. I think and that was just deadly. <laughs> <laughs> I think there it, are no traffic rules here. There are, there are no rules. Um, but anyway, it, we landed at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning. And by the time we got to the hotel, the, the company that we were traveling with, I mean, really, it was two phone calls mm-hmm. and they had they were very gracious. arranged um, a shift for us in our um, transportation, somewhere to stay in Paris overnight, as well as a booking of the next flight that got us into mm-hmm. Venice. Um, but we were able to see the Eiffel Tower. Um, my niece had recommended this amazing bookstore. We're both mm-hmm. book geeks um, mm-hmm. called Shakespeare and Company, which has lots and lots of history. Picked up some really neat stuff there. Went to a really famous chocolate and crepe shop. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Saw the Arc de Triomphe. Mm-hmm. We saw Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I mean, we just kind of, I mean, amazing race. Yeah, so we've spent probably what? Seven hours, six hours. How long were we out there? About seven hours. Yeah. So in seven hours, got to see all of that. We did a lot of walking. We did a lot of um, sardine can bus rides. Yeah. Yeah, they were packed. Yeah, the limit on the buses apparently don't apply if you're in a European country because you just pack yourself in until you can't fit anybody else. They're like hanging out the door. They were. They were hanging out the door. So it was <laughs> nuts. Um, but yeah, had a had a great day in Paris, actually. Mm-hmm. We were exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculously exhausted. Had two hours sleep. Yeah. Up for 36 hours. Yeah. It was a party. It was. <laughs> and then got up the next morning, a uh, little hour and a half flight into Venice, picked up by our host there, got on mm-hmm. a water taxi, literally put our bags in the room. And did it again in a different city. And did an amazing race there. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing so many incredible sites. We saw St. Mark's Basilica, which 400 years to complete the thing, some ungodly number of years for it to it's like eight generations of yeah. and workers. You, and you could actually see the shift in the architecture style, the shift in the art style. Um, just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, but really was running from one side of Venice to the other 
to which do. doesn't take long. It doesn't. But you go down um, back alleys. So if you've if you've watched any Harry Potter, I think this was probably the best description. And all of the little alleyways that intersect and maze out from a general spot. It's kind of the way Venice is. Yeah, it's like you never know where you're going to end up, really. Um, but again, I mean, it was like literally like off the water taxi straight into a tour. Mm-hmm. Walking, and when they call it a walking city, that was kind of something that was neat to me. I never thought about it, but there's no cars there. I mean, zero. Zero motor noise. Zero, zero motor noise gives a really neat perspective. Had a lot of history to the room that we were in. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was supposed to be a two-day trip and multiple different um, excursions. and um, Over a two-day period got slammed yeah, into, into like eight, hours. eight hours yeah and um but we made all of them yeah the clock tour st mark's the gondola the gondola ride which was kind of neat they're like a highway the little canals are like a highway there's so much gondola traffic and they said it was like 127 canals that yeah right? 440 bridges and 127 yeah. canals so, and some of them are barely big enough for two gondolas yeah, to go side by side and um again Shut down in Venice, got on a plane the next day, or train, train, train the next day, and um, took about a four-hour ride into Rome mm-hmm. and joined what was to be our normal trip. Because mm-hmm. the other part was just an add-on anyway. We decided right. that we had never been to Venice. We'd spend a couple of days there to explore another piece of Italy since we, we as a couple, mm-hmm. had so much history here, I guess. Um, and really the reason I'm recapping all that is because one of the things that we've talked about is the, all the little small sayings that you hear when people are faced with any type of adversity, mm-hmm. you know, it's control the controllables. I say that a lot. Worry about what you can worry about. Right. Um, because, or my, even Mike Tyson, everybody's got a plan to hit them out. <laughs> True. Um, so, but you know, I've, I've got, co-workers at home that work in the in our company that have that's very two we've had two deaths yeah catastrophic events this past week since we've been gone so in perspective spending a day in paris running around like a mad couple unshowered dirty and tired (laughs) and and having venice Mm -hmm. you know a two-day event turn into one Mm -hmm. has really been a blessing more than anything Mm. and i think it's just about perspective and that's why, you know, I talked about Jim at the beginning of this, you know, we've had this really neat conversation about a week ago, and it was really about how seeing what he's going through right now and knowing that he's just calm in it. And he's excited about being calm in it because it gives him a perspective of, hey, the work I've done on the practice field mm-hmm. is paying off. And I think about us over the last week. Like we've had, until we started setting up this Dad Burn podcast equipment, <laughs> where I was. Ready. Well, it's not even podcast equipment. It's an iPad, my phone, and some <laughs> remote microphones. Hey, that's what it does. Right. But I was ready to invite you outside <laughs> and, and leave you there. <laughs> <laughs> Go through right? and get and, and I said, hey, anger comes from entitlement. <laughs> We're not entitled for any of this to work. We are in in an amazing city experiencing some amazing things. I mean, like if you think about 
the what we've been able to experience this trip, even more so than the last trips. Um, the one-offs, the firsts of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so the company that we travel with has, I don't, I don't know who they got pictures of, but, let's not go there. but it's, but I mean, the things that they're allowed to do, you know, there, there's a deep, deep business connection here and we get to see some amazing things and participate in the first of a lot, like the first time this, the first time that. And, and that comes, month. but that comes from the relationship between the company that we're here with and the company that they partner here right. with. They've been working with them for probably close to 30 years. I think you said 30 years. And over time, those people connect with relationships locally. And because they have such a good relationship and they're bringing several hundred people, it just allows for a completely different experience. Like we've been to Disney with this particular company. And I almost hated to take our kids to that because there's no way you and I can put on that kind of show. We can't. And, and yeah. So it's just been, it's been an amazing time here. It would have been amazing without all the first, but that just kind of adds to it. But I think it just calls into, like you said, perspective. When you look at you, know, it's a blessing to be here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's another word that you can use for that. Okay. Um, because there are people, you know, like you said, back home who are, you know, going through things that, are life-changing. Right. And when you look at it from that perspective, so what we didn't get the flight we wanted. Right. So what we weren't able to spend two days where you know, we had spent time planning or you have really spent time planning to be there. You know, so what it was a day of <laughs> an overnight flight, um, very little sleep, no shower, you know, all those things. Okay. But, you know, those without the right perspective, without the right attitude, without the right grounding, any one of those things could spin somebody out very, very quickly. Yeah. And take you where you are, be present, be where your feet are. Right. In the words of Jesse Isla. And Chad, right? Yeah, be where your feet are. But it's, um, yeah, I, I think. What I've gotten out of it, again, shout out to Jim, is the time on in the practice field, spending every single day waking up looking for something to be grateful for, made me grateful. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never got this. It's, it sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm not. I'm just saying I, it's. I know that six years ago, my reactions to the things that happened to us this week. Mm-hmm would have been met with a completely different Chris. I don't disagree. And I am eternally grateful for the breath in my lungs when I wake up. But finding something else to focus on one thing every single day, like it's like it's like we we've seen a couple of people on this trip that are participants on the trip. And I've been able to witness them be entitled is the best word I could say. Very entitled. I think you, you got need to put that yeah. in front of it. And, and and Suzanne and I have been like, how can you be that upset about being on this type of trip, experiencing these type of sites, these type of events, 
this type of food and have that attitude. I, I, I told her, I told you today, I want to walk up to that guy and go, why are you so angry? <laughs> I mean, you know, just, be here. <laughs> did somebody force you to somebody put a gun? You had to get you on a plane. I don't, it does. It didn't make sense to me. So I guess if there's a takeaway to be taken away, it's if you practice some gratitude every single day, it begins to filter into the times in your life that you need something to be grateful for. Oh, absolutely. Practicing that, getting those reps in every single day when things don't go like you have created them in your mind because we we're very good at doing that you know and when it falls short of what we've created in our mind you can either be like you said grateful that you had the experience that you had or you can feel like you've been cheated somehow because it didn't turn out exactly like you wanted it to there are plenty of things i can think of that didn't turn out exactly how they were in my head but turned out way better right so thank goodness they didn't turn out you know the way that in, in my mind, they were supposed to work, or however you want to phrase right. that. So, I mean, that's that's my takeaway is mm-hmm. if there's something to be taken away from planes, trains, buses, buses and, and gondolas, <laughs> right? Like the old Jim, Jim Candy movie, John Candy movie. Yeah. Is, hey, just be grateful you got there. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that was the whole thing of him and Steve Martin on that trip. It was just how did, how did they get there? But in, in the end, they got there mm-hmm. and like we've gotten here mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for every moment mm-hmm. that we've had. And I will say um, this is our third time in Rome. Right. Um, spaced out pretty good. Way good. Um, and we've seen things intentionally seen things this time that we've never seen before. For sure. I mean, yeah, like you said, intentionally on purpose, like looking for, and I got it from our pastor, I mean, Pastor Clore, when he came and spoke and he was said that he had come to Rome. I, I don't know if he said it was recently, but it was the last time he was here. And he went and looked at the maritime prison, mm-hmm. prison where Paul was at uh, the last, very last part of his life. And when you get there and you see it, like Reggie said, man, it almost gives you chills mm-hmm. to think about what took place there. And um and, and, it's, then, and when you and it gives you a good perspective too on what we have Americanized oh, prisons yeah. to be and what was actually there because it was basically a hole carved out in the rock that you could not have stood up in. Right. And yeah, I, I'll say if you ever get here, go there. Yes. It costs you ten dollars for it. It's worth ten dollars. <laughs> um, but we kind of intentionally seen some things that have significance for us in our faith, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, we're not Catholic, but like the the knowing how things went go down here, and even hearing the history of the church and the persecution of Christians, and when it stopped, and when they first built mm-hmm. a church, and like all of that, learning to hear all of that. Obviously, I probably could have heard it in, maybe I would have heard it in public school history 30 years ago, but probably not. not. But I paid attention to our tour guide Mm -hmm. and learned a lot, even about their, basically, their civil war, 
that happened almost the same time as ours. Mm-hmm. You know, we learned a lot about that last night. And um, we've just had a really good history lesson, mm-hmm. which has made me grateful. You know, when you see the maritime prison, I'm, like, I'm, I'm grateful to have seen that, but I'm grateful for the things that went down there that we have recollection of. Right. Um, it's just, I don't know. It was neat to see some stuff on purpose that we had never, ever seen before, mm-hmm. intentionally seen before. And then some stuff that we had seen before to get refreshers on, mm-hmm. like Florence. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very cool city. And going to see David for the first time because we've seen it all the time. Have we? But, it's, but 2011 was the last time we were here, mm-hmm. right? So it's been a long time. Yeah. But again, lots of hiccups. Mm-hmm. Lots of schedule changes. Yes. Lots of very early mornings. Lots of very early mornings. And even figure out a way to get our training in for our event that we're doing in August. Because, you know, Rome is built on seven hills. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've seen at least three of them. Four of them. I would say closer to four. Yeah. Some of them multiple times. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's been it's been good. But we, we called it what we did because if... We just don't realize how fortunate. Maybe fortunate is not even the right word. Uh, but just you don't really understand that until you're faced with stupid stuff. <laughs> that you know, If you get upset about, I really think you honestly need to kind of check your perspective. Yeah. You know? Again, that's what I want to ask. I do. Are you mad? Yeah. Why are you mad? It can't like it can't be that bad. <laughs> no. So and he was even wearing different clothes, so it's not like his yeah, luggage got lost. He definitely, he definitely has luggage. <laughs> We've seen him in four different outfits. Yeah. So and he's mad every time. Um but yeah, so the as again, the time off the field for when you're gonna get punched in the face or kicked in the shins or whatever you want to call it, are you practicing some gratitude every day for the things that um, you take for granted. Because if you'll start to show gratitude for those things, then when you get kicked in the face, it doesn't feel so bad because you recognize just how much worse it could be. Because again, I I think about what's going on home, going on home with two dear, dear, dear people to me and to the organization. And um, it's not been easy for them. You good? I think we've said it all. It is. Yeah. It's almost ten thirty at is, night. It's late. It's been it's a been long day. day. Yeah, we've been up since like five thirty. So, yeah. pray us out. Absolutely, Father God. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to spend time here where we are, and to just really be present, be where our feet are, and count our blessings every single day. We hope that this is. Uh, kind of comedic relief in a way because we've had fun and we, you know, we've had fun the last you know 20 minutes or so talking about it. But beyond that, um, just that there's, there's no reason to not find something every day to be intentional with and, and grateful for. And we really need to be better at doing that every day. Um, keep us just mindful of all the things that we have to be thankful for. Uh, 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Faith, Family, Fulfillment, brought to you by Chris and Suzanne Vester. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and stories. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow Chris and Suzanne on Instagram at H-V-A-U-T-O-C-O-O and Suzanne.C.Vester. That's at S-U-Z-A-N-N-E dot C dot V-E-S-T-E-R. 